Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. All right. Hey guys, how's it going? It's Jacqueline here. And today is going to be a really short, sweet podcast episode down and dirty about terrible reasons to lose weight. And the reason that I'm doing this is because I get asked a lot in my course by clients, you know, when can I lose weight? And, you know, I want to lose weight. When is the right time? And then I ask them, okay, why do you want to lose weight? And they have some terrible reasons for losing weight. So I want to go through those as quickly as I can and say the exact reasons why I don't think that, um, you should lose weight over those reasons. And then I also want to go over a few reasons. I think it's good to lose weight or reasons that I think you should lose weight. Um, and that being said, I'm not against weight loss. I'm not, you know, I don't think everyone should lose weight. Um, but I, I believe you can do whatever you want with your body, right. I'm not opposed to weight loss in any way. And, um, so yeah, anyway, so I wanted to first share a really silly quick story with you. Um, a gecko escaped into my house, <laughs> uh, yesterday and you guys will think this is funny. I saw it, like I opened the door and let Anubis in to the house. I take him out every morning. Right. And suddenly I see this little scurry underneath the door and I'm like, what was that? And I was like, I think, is that a gecko? And then I like walk around to in inside of my house. I'm like, oh my God, it is a gecko. It's making its way towards um, our cupboard. So I was like, no, no, no. And I try to catch it with this big giant red bowl that we have. It's plastic. And it escapes into my office and this is like eight in the morning. So I'm like, I have a client call. I can't do anything else right now. So I shut my office door. I have a little like stopper underneath the door so he can't escape the room. He's in the office with me. And so I'm like, I'll just go about my days and I'll find it later. It had escaped underneath my like filing cabinet or something. So mid call, my first client of the day, bless her heart. She's a great client. Um, suddenly I notice something out of the corner of my eye and I look over and the gecko is scaling my dresser. My office is kind of like a mix between, um, my computer setup. And then I have like my makeup desk and dresser so I can get ready in here before client calls and work and everything. But anyway, it's scaling my dresser and then leaps onto a fresh little basket of laundry that I have. And so I stopped my client, my big client. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I really, there's a gecko loose in my office right now <laughs> and I need to catch it. So will you excuse me? And she starts bursting out laughing and she's like, yes, absolutely. So I try to like run around my office with the big plastic red bowl. It then escapes into some other place in my office. I'm like, whatever. And I continue the coaching call. I'm like, I am so sorry. So I'm true. I really like a shout out to my client for being patient with me there. It's probably like a very unprofessional moment. And then I eventually, between client calls, I only like five minutes, I like desperately trying to catch the, the gecko. And I finally caught it underneath the red bull, trapped it in there for until my next client call was over and then released it back into the wild. But like what the things that happen when you live in Florida, right? So if you're in Florida, you ever had a gecko story, I feel you. So if you guys had any unprofessional moments, like you can just laugh and think of me running around my office trying to catch a gecko. They're very quick and feisty creatures. Anyway, so I thought I'd share that with you guys, first of all, just to give you a little laugh and a little insight into things that coaches do in between calls. <laughs> um, 
So reasons to lose weight. And so I had someone ask me like, when do you know you're ready to lose weight? And I think this was a good uh, indicator of like, okay, this person asked, when do you think you're ready to lose weight to feel better? And I think they specifically said to feel better. And I was like, okay, that's your first red flag that you're not ready. The horrible reason to lose weight is to make you feel better, particularly about yourself. Do not lose weight in order to make yourself feel more confident, more sexy, um, more like okay with you as a person, because there's a problem. You're correlating your weight to your worth, to how confident you can be. I don't care how, how much you weigh, you can still go out into the world and be a wonderful person. You can be awesome. Some people find like attraction is also objective or subjective, right? And I know you guys will fight me so hard on that, but someone can find you attractive at a higher weight. People can find you unattractive at a higher weight. People can find you unattractive at a lower weight. It's all very personal. So you can still show up and be who you want to be at the weight you want to be regardless. And if you think that you need to lose weight in order to do something, right? Like I can't start my business until I lose weight. I can't start posting pictures of myself online until I lose weight. I can't start loving myself till I lose weight. I can't feel confident and sexy. I can't buy the clothing I want till I lose weight. I can't um, start a relationship, go out on dating apps till I lose weight. I can't start a family. Like whatever it is, you need to do that shit now. You can't like wait till you lose all the weight to do it. That's a stupid reason. You should do those things now and then also try to lose weight if you want. But the weight isn't going to stop you. It's just your messed up thinking around like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you wait to lose weight and then do the thing you want to do? And if you're trying to lose weight to feel better, you will probably feel slightly better if you lose weight. Like there will be initial organic things that come up like, oh, I look better in this. I like, I look better, whatever. But the way you feel better now is you start doing the things you want to do and start acting the way you would as if you had lost the weight. And I do this all the time. I think to myself, what would a confident person do? What would a sexy person do? And I try to emulate that because those are the things I want to feel at the ideal body that I have. And I'm really close to the body that I would like to have, especially like I'm trying to gain muscle right now. So it's interesting. I'm also almost trying to gain weight, which is interesting, but I still have bad body image days and I still sometimes don't feel super, a lot of times I don't feel super sexy. I don't feel super confident. And that just goes to show you, it's not about how your body looks and how, what you weigh, it's actually coming from your thoughts, your inside. So try to think, okay, what would a sexy person think? What would a confident person think? Whatever you're trying to feel, come up with that feeling and then try to think how they would think now. What thoughts make you feel sexy? What thoughts make you feel confident? What thoughts make you feel just simply good about yourself, good about your body, good about who you are, but the weight, like if you're trying to lose weight to feel better or to change, to do something in your life, those are terrible, terrible reasons to lose weight. Good reasons to lose weight are, I think that I would like how I look better at this weight. And I don't really have much emotional attachment to it. Or maybe it would be better for my performance, or maybe it would be better for my health if I lost a little bit of weight. Maybe my joints would appreciate that. I think those are all excellent reasons to lose weight. I do not think that trying to feel good or more confident, it's a really vicious cycle. And it's telling yourself a really horrible lie, which is I can't live my life until I lose the weight. And I can't feel good about myself until I lose the weight. You can feel good about yourself right now. I don't care 
how much weight that you weigh. You can feel good starting right now. And if you're having trouble doing that, um, I would suggest maybe following some body positive um, Instagram accounts just to start out. And I think especially like if you were at a higher weight than you'd like following people that are at your weight. And again, not saying that you can't lose weight, but for me, you know, I am at, um, what people would say is like, you know, kind of a privileged weight. I'm not overweight. I'm not underweight. And, um, that is fine. Whatever you want to think about that, but I don't know what it's like. I know what it's like to not feel good in your body and to be slightly overweight, but I don't know what it's like to be, you know, a hundred plus pounds overweight. So I would, if you're in that position right now and you're like, Jacqueline, I don't know how to feel good when I am a hundred plus pounds overweight. Like I have to lose weight to feel better. You don't understand. You've never been in a body like this. I'm like, you're right. I don't know. That's why I would go try to find someone and follow them and see how they can feel confident and they can still feel happy. They still live their lives, even though they're hundred pounds overweight. And it's not you following isn't saying like, Hey, you can never lose weight. And you being happy in the body you are now doesn't mean that you can never lose weight, but I promise you losing that weight will not solve your confidence issues. It will not solve your bad body image day issues. It will not solve you feeling terrible about yourself. That's coming from you. It's coming from your mind. So I hope that this gave you a better, a better insight that the times when I know people are ready to lose weight is when they're not in a desperate rush to lose weight and they're not desperate to lose weight, to feel better. When they're trying to lose weight to feel better, that's when I know that they still have something going on. When I lost my weight, it was pretty neutral. I felt really good about my relationship with food and I um, felt really good about where I was and I didn't hate myself and I actually felt good. The reason I lost weight was because I was like, I don't feel super healthy though. I was like very um, out of breath a lot of times when I was going upstairs, like short flights of stairs. I felt very sluggish. My energy wasn't very good. And, um, sometimes my joints didn't feel super great. Plus I was like noticing, um, I have poor circulation in general, but I was noticing that, uh, I was experiencing some symptoms that seemed like they were almost pre-diabetic. So I was like, okay, something needs to change with my diet a little bit. Something needs to change with my activity level. That's probably going to include weight loss. That's why I did that. Plus, plus I thought, you know what? I think I would look a little better at a leaner weight. I don't feel as aesthetically appealing right now. So that was the, those were all the reasons that I chose to lose weight, lose weight. And then after I lost about 10, 15 pounds, then I started like even fully more embracing my intuitive eating side of me. I'd already done a lot of that beforehand, but then some weight just came naturally off when I just like let go and trusted that I could really handle my relationship with food. So those are all the reasons that I chose to lose weight. And I think they were pretty good reasons. And the only other reason that I'd say is good to lose weight is if you want to, you get to do what you want with your body, but I would highly suggest not trying to lose weight while recovering from bulimia, or if you're still struggling with bulimia, I know that people are desperate to do so, but I promise you it can be done. It's not like it's impossible, but it's like you're cranking the video game level up to 10 level hard level, extremely difficult. And then you're like, let's try to recover from bulimia. It's going to make it so hard to do both. And if you can, I sent out an email this week. I sent out an email to my email list about, um, how binging and purging isn't an effective strategy for weight loss. And 
that actually intuitive eating is a much better strategy for weight loss. And that's because it builds trust between you and your body and food. It actually teaches you how to intuitively eat. It teaches you how to um, know when you're hungry, know when you're full. And when you reach that point of like completely intuitive eating, first of all, you may accidentally lose weight because you're not overeating. And that's what I found to be true for myself. And I've seen it happen with a lot of people. But even if let's say you still aren't at the weight that you want, at that point, you will be in a much better place to lose weight. If you can recover from bulimia, if you can learn how to intuitively eat and actually understand your hunger and fullness cues and fully trust yourself around food again, you will be in such a better spot to actually lose weight and make tiny, teeny, tiny, sustainable weight loss changes, like having a little bit less grapes or something, right? If you're overeating on um, tons of sugary fruit or um, have like one less cookie or something like that a day, or add a little bit more exercise in, you'll be in a much better headspace to lose weight, much better capability to lose weight. I guarantee you it is such a better idea than trying to lose weight while trying to recover from bulimia and all that other stuff. Like just don't do it. I promise you it's not worth it. I'm gonna let you guys go. Thank you for enjoying this like quick um, and short and sweet podcast episode, but I hope it gave you a better idea of what kind of place you're in to lose weight. And um, I will talk to you guys next week. Also, thank you so much for all the overwhelming messages I got about last week's podcast. I am so glad that it resonated with you. I am so glad that at the coaching call that I shared, you guys, um, I'm really grateful that you embraced it with kind of open arms and were so kind and welcoming. It's hard to do things like that. So thank you. And that it actually maybe inspired some of you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you guys follow me, all my clients who I talk to every day, um, everyone that I've gotten to meet along the journey. I appreciate all of you. So. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.